words of Shyarabindu, love and vairagya. Absence of love and fellow feeling is not necessary for nearness to the divine. On the contrary, a sense of closeness and oneness with others is a part of the divine consciousness into which the sadhak enters by nearness to the divine and the feeling of oneness with the divine. An entire rejection of all relations is indeed the final aim of the Mayavadin, and in the ascetic yoga an entire loss of all relations of friendship and affection and attachment to the world and its living beings would be regarded as a promising sign of advance towards liberation, moksha. But even there, I think, a feeling of oneness and unattached spiritual sympathy for all is at least a penultimate stage like the compassion of the Buddhist before the turning to moksha or nirvana. In this yoga, the feeling of unity with others, love, universal joy and ananda are an essential part of the liberation and perfection which are the aim of the sadhana. On the other hand, human society, human friendship, love, affection, fellow feeling are mostly and usually not entirely or in all cases founded on a vital basis and are ego-held at their center. It is because of the pleasure of being loved, the pleasure of enlarging the ego by contact, mutual penetration of spirit with another, the exhilaration of the vital interchange which feeds their personality that men usually love. And there are also other and still more selfish motives that mix with this essential movement. There are, of course, higher spiritual, psychic, mental, vital elements that come in or can come in, but the whole thing is very mixed, even at its best. This is the reason why, at a certain stage, with or without apparent reason, the world and life and human society and relations and philanthropy, which is as ego-ridden as the rest, begin to pall. There is sometimes an ostensible reason, a disappointment of the surface vital, the withdrawal of affection by others, the perception that those loved or men generally are not what one thought them to be, and a host of other causes. But often the cause is a secret disappointment of some part of the inner being, not translated or not well translated into the mind because it expected from these things something which they cannot give. It is the case with many who turn or are pushed to this spiritual life. For some it takes the form of a vairagya, 
which drives them towards ascetic indifference and gives the urge towards moksha. For us, what we hold to be necessary is that the mixture should disappear and that the consciousness should be established on a purer level, not only spiritual and psychic, but a purer and higher mental, vital, physical consciousness in which there is no mixture. There one would feel the true ananda of oneness and love and sympathy and fellowship, spiritual and self-existent in its basis, but expressing itself to the other parts of the nature. If that is to happen, there must obviously be a change. The old form of these movements must drop off and leave room for a new and higher self to disclose its own way of expression and realization of itself and of the divine through these things. That is the inner truth of the matter. I take it, therefore, that the condition you describe is a period of transition and change. Negative in its beginning, as these movements often are at first, so as to create a vacant space for the new positive to appear and live in it and fill it. But the vital, not having a long continued or at all sufficient or complete experience of what is to fill the vacancy, feels only the loss and regrets it, even while another part of the being, another part even of the vital, is ready to let go what is disappearing and does not yearn to keep it. If it were not for this movement of the vital, which in your own case has been very strong and large and avid of life, the disappearance of these things would, at least, after the first sense of void, bring only a feeling of peace, relief, and a still expectation of greater things. What is intended in the first place to fill the void was indicated in the peace and joy which came to you as the touch of Shiva. Naturally, this would not be all but a beginning a basis for a new self, a new consciousness, an activity of a greater nature. As I told you, it is a deep spiritual calm and peace that is the only stable foundation for a lasting bhakti and ananda. In that new consciousness, there would be a new basis for relations with others, for an ascetic dryness or isolated loneliness cannot be your spiritual destiny since it is not consonant with your swabhava which is made for joy, largeness, expansion, a comprehensive movement of the life force. Therefore, do not be discouraged. Wait upon the purifying movement of Shiva.